1: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter. Walter.
0: Uh, welcome inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Six Hour Studios now on the Fort Worth Armory Platinum microphone for you. All of it being brought to you today and every day by the great X-Insurance. If you are watching the program, I'm going to tell you how to do that in just a second. You can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. Greg in Dallas, how you doing? Hour two, brother, rolling right along, heading towards Wednesday, which is garbage day. And soon, your favorite day, Friday. It's
2: rolling. It's coming. It's here. It's almost there. Uh, we're, we're still stuck on Taco Tuesday or Monday's Ugly Sister.
0: Monday's Ugly Sister. That yep. yeah, means early in the week. I don't mind. Because I love this. I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing, quite frankly. Tuesday's No Man's Land. This. No Man's Land. Well, Tuesday's yep. Taco Tuesday. That's not really No Man's Land. Wednesday's Garbage Day. Uh, you know, here at, at the ranch, at AAR Ranch. Yeah you you have a ranch? Yeah well. Yes, you we, you have, a, do. Ranch? Do you have yeah, a ranch? You have a ranch. Hold on a second. Oh, Andy Hoosier, wasn't that great? <laughs> uh, he's come up with some good ones lately. So, before we get going, I I can't find my Daniel Defense pen. Uh-oh. I don't know where it went. Yeah, I don't take them from the studio back to the ranch. So I I don't know you where do it went You have a ranch? Yeah, and the ranch it must be at the ranch, so I'm using an NSSF pen. All right, well. That's that's doable, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. It's it's working. It's working for us. Tell people where they can watch this program, please, and we'll get going. We have a couple interesting things to talk about.
2: Uh, Sure, yeah. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org .com. Uh, In that top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a click, and when that window opens. Three little hash
0: marks sitting on a site. I'm sorry, go ahead. Just go to armedamericanradio.org. All right, you can continue. I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, I, well, I forgot where I left off at now. Oh, Those three little hash marks. Okay, when you click those three little hash <laughs> marks, uh, nice that window's going to open up and uh, just select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something important and you can't watch, you'd rather listen. Well, the Listen Live link's right above Watch Live. Uh, when you click there, you'll see two subsequent links. One's going to be for the Sunday Monster Cast and the other is for this broadcast right here, the Daily Defense Show. If you've missed a broadcast of either of these two programs, well, head on over to the podcast link and get caught up on anything you may have missed. And if you're a fan of the show and you'd like to support it, well, head on over to the shop link and uh, pick you something nice up over there. Lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yeah, that'll get you in. Bam, pow, shazam. So, uh, do you
0: know who Jordan Neely is? I do. Okay, you do because your head is deep in this stuff. A lot of people might not know who Jordan Neely is. Jordan Neely. They're doing the media is doing the same thing. I got to find a way to tie this all together because my head's just filled with all kinds of ideas about this. The media is treating Jordan Neely much like they treated Trayvon Martin. All right. Yeah. When they show photographs of Trayvon Martin, it's always a 12 year old kid. Right. Looks like a Boy Scout. Oh, let me do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, already is. Yeah. So, you guys on the internet get delay on there sometimes, but it's unmuted for you. All right, guys. Uh, so, Jordan Neely is a guy who was threatening people on the subway in New York. He was. He was doing a lot of crazy things. Well, that's not the first time. Mm-mm. He's been violent before. And I think this is a Fox News piece. Jordan Neely had a troubling history of violent attacks on strap hangers, straffingers. Mm. Strap hangers. Now, those are people who ride the subway. You know, they hold on to the straps. Yep. Okay. In New York City, before the disturbed man reportedly threatened passengers and Marine vet Daniel Penny. Now, Daniel Penny's the guy that wound up putting him in a chokehold. The 30-year-old vagrant, and I'm, I'm quoting this from Fox News. I got the alert in the last hour, who once performed as a Michael Jackson impersonator. Now, that's important because anytime you see photographs of this guy, that's what the media is showing you. Yeah, they're not showing you a violent career criminal who was arrested dozens of times, including most recently for vicious assaults on subway riders. Oh, shocking. (laughs) There's that (laughs) in 2021, according to Fox, Neely socked a 67 year old woman as she exited the Bowery Station in the East Village in lower Manhattan. The woman sustained a broken nose, a fractured orbital bone, and bruising, swelling, and substantial pain to the back of her head in the November 12th complaint. He pleaded guilty to felony assault. This guy's a convicted felony, felonious criminal with a history of committing violent felonies on the subways. And you have, and the reason I bring this up is Daniel Penny stopped him. He was threatening not only others, but Penny himself. Now, I'm going to say that Neely is probably lucky that Penny didn't have a firearm. Because in other states, if he was deemed to be threatening bodily harm or death, he could have been shot. Now, we're talking about New York, where Bragg... The DA, the Soros-funded, progressive, Marxist, communist, masquerading as a former Democrat DA in Manhattan, went after the bodega owner when he stabbed the guy who hopped over the register, or came around the backside of the register, and was beating him. He had every reason to fear for his life. Mm -hmm. And the bodega owner grabbed a defensive weapon, which was a knife, And stabbed the lunatic a couple times. And, well, too bad for that lunatic. He's taking a permanent dirt nap. One less. Now, he charged the bodega owner with a crime. Mm -hmm. That would have never happened in free America, in many other states, most other states. And it was so bad and so egregious, we commented on this program, myself here, that this guy will never see trial. Public outcry, will keep that from happening. Yes, even in New York. Why? Why would I be so confident to say that on hundreds of radio stations? Why? Because all Americans know that we have an innate right to defend our lives. We all know that. And this was caught on video, of course. And when people see it, they were actually outraged that the bodega owner was charged. Even in New York, it was overwhelming. And lo and behold, Bragg dropped the charges. Now, I'm going to submit to you that Bragg would never have dropped the charges if that hadn't been caught on camera. If there were no video evidence of that, that dude be upriver. And upriver, by the way, comes from where they would send people to the jail Back in the old days, in New York, they'd send them up river. What's the jail up there? Sing Sing (laughs) or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. A place you don't want to be. No. Okay. But this was caught on video. And because it was caught on video, the world got to see this man defend his life. And the world also got to see... The reaction from a liberal Soros-funded Marxist-communist-socialist masquerading as a former Democrat prosecutor go after a law-abiding citizen for doing what? Defending his life. That's what he did. Now, I'm going to submit to you, too, that Daniel Penny not only saved himself from potential great bodily harm or worse, but probably others, like another 67-year-old woman who might have been socked and sucker punched And not been lucky enough to just sustain those injuries that the other one did But you cold cock somebody that doesn't see it coming Especially an elderly woman And she could be dead before she hits the ground So Penny had every right to do what he did Every right to do what he did But not in New York Why? Why? Why are they going after this? this guy's likely going to be charged with a crime? Or has he been? I don't know. if he, Has he been? I don't know. I don't if he think has so.
2: And I think what's fortunate is a lot of people are also putting out the full video, which also shows Daniel uh, trying to help uh, Neely recover from the choke. Um, so he mm-hmm. thought he was out and then he thought he could just help him uh, help wake him back up and then detain him until a cop showed up. Well, fortunately, Jordan didn't wake up, but uh, that's neither here nor there right now. And you know, I'm gonna, This is the here's the controversial statement from the host.
0: If you live in New York and you're a liberal, progressive, communist, Marxist, socialist, masquerading as a former Democrat. Too bad for him. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. Why do I say that? Because for the last 15 years on the nation's airwaves, I've come out with this statement. It's a perfect time to close this out. But if you attempt to deprive another human being. Of their right to life liberty and pursuit of happiness you give up and lose your right to all three of the above instantly and if your death results from someone having to defend themselves or others from your attempt to deprive them of their right to life liberty and pursuit of happiness too bad for you you should have picked another line of work and when we come back now i'm going to turn over i set that all up for you in the first segment so that when we come back we're going to go over kurt schlichter's column which was just brilliantly written and uh, as i've mentioned before i put an invitation out for kurt hopefully we can reach him i'll try some other avenues but i'd like to get him on the sunday monster cast kurt if you're listening we want you on the show sunday i'm looking forward to hearing from you we'll be back right after this
6: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion,
0: precision. Freedom, passion, precision, something the Democrats know nothing about. Welcome back. Mark Walters in the Six Hour Studios with you. Fort Worth Armory microphone fired up. All of it brought to you today by X Insurance. If you're watching, it's up on top of your screens, and you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for bringing that video to you today. Please support all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com and ArmedAmericanNews.com. ArmedAmericanNews.com. Don't forget, head over to uh, DefenderCoffee.com. A little pop-up will pop up in about ten seconds. The little pop-up will pop up. You like that? Well, there you go. The pop-up will pop up on your screen. It doesn't cost you a penny. Just enter. You can win a $100 gift card and some cool AAR swag. And the information is all there for you at DefenderCoffee.com. And the cool part about it is if you do buy some coffee over there, you can support the Second Amendment with every sip because you can tell them where you want to send a portion of your profits, you can send it over to GOA, you can send it over to SAF, those are the two that I like. And of course, obviously I'm partial to the SAF, you hear Alan Gottlieb on the program every single week. So take advantage of that opportunity over there, Defender Coffee, it's great coffee, trust me, just be very careful if you get the militia roast. That stuff puts you in the hospital if you ain't mixing it with regular coffee because it's very, very strong. All right, so before we go back, I got a text message from A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart during the break. Greg, have you ever heard of a jumping choya? I've heard of it, but I, uh, I'm not familiar with it. Okay. Well, a number of years ago, I was uh, coming back from Tombstone, Arizona. And we stopped. A buddy and I stopped along the way to get out into the desert and pop off a few rounds for about an hour. I mean, it was only 108 at the time, so we figured we better get going before it's too hot, Right. So we popped out into the desert, and I I jumped over by one of the cactuses, and I was a rookie. I I was a rookie, and I got over, and I put my arm. I didn't touch the cactus. I got up kind of close to it, and I put my arms around it, you know, like I was kind of, and I was still quite a ways away from the thing. You don't mess with those things. And he snapped a photo of it, and I've still got the picture, which is kind of funny, because when I got up and started to walk away, I came a little closer to that cactus, and all of a sudden, the thing attacked me. I never touched it. And the next thing I know, it was shooting darts at my I had was pulling those things out of my calf through my jeans the entire ride back to Phoenix. (laughs) And I was telling a friend of mine, I I was was like, I think that cactus attacked me. And my buddy was from New York. He goes, oh, no, I can't tell you everything. You said picture. He's from New York. Mm. Are you out of your mind? Oh, no cactus can attack you. You don't know what you're talking about. And I insisted it. What was later on, I was talking with Amber Q. Now, some of you who listen to the show may remember Amber. She's a good friend and a trainer out there in Arizona. And she goes, oh, no, dude, that's a jump in They do attack you. Mm. So AWR sent me a small video driving by a ton of jumping choya. he said here they are man they're just waiting for you to make an appearance and come say hey so he's out there with the jumping choya cactus right now fun story okay let's now go to, to Kurt Schlichter's article it, just a quick reminder if you're just joining us I was talking about how liberal DA's are going after law abiding people for defending themselves in blue cities yep. they hate you they go after you. Why? Well these are the same people that are letting fifty eight felony career criminals out of jail or not prosecuting them. And Schlichter's got a fantastic take on this. He really, really does. Uh, he has two pieces up. One today, but he referred to today's piece by saying it was we must defend self-defense. That was yesterday, and it was they want to destroy Self-defense. Now, think about this briefly, okay? Why would they do that? Why would they go at? What would make Bragg go after the bodega owner who, thank God there was a video, thank God for him, not just the rest of us that got to see it? But that man would have been rotting up river had there not been a video. It would have been his word against the criminal's girlfriend if there was no video there. And we all know what Bragg would have done. He would have prosecuted him. And Kurt starts out, just right to to the money. There's a war going on against our sacred right to self-defense, and we need to defend that right ruthlessly and vigorously against the communists. I love this guy. Who want us living in fear. And they do want us living in fear. Why would they do that? Let's, Let's talk about that briefly. Why would Bragg and every other mayor in every Democrat city insists on disarming their law-abiding people while defunding cops and allowing crime to spike in their cities. Why would they do that? Greg, any ideas? Let's, let's discuss that. Let's go there. What do you think?
2: Uh, I believe it's so that people feel absolutely helpless and will turn to Ooh. government to do something.
0: Well, I think you'd be spot on there. That would be if I if I didn't read this and I wasn't commenting on what curse because he and I are on the same page. So are you sheep are easier to shear than sheepdogs, he says. Correct. Right. Isn't that what he's saying? The same thing. Yeah. Sheep are easier to shear than sheepdog. And that that's micro. But if you take it to the macro, when we look at one hundred and fifty million armed Americans and we talk about this a lot what are we what what is our threat to them as law-abiding citizens we're a threat to their globalist agenda they cannot complete their objective their mission with 100 plus million armed americans now i know the number's higher than that but on the low estimates about 100 i'm going to say it's i keep saying it's about 150 because i know what would happen if some leftist called me and wanted to know if i owned any guns after I got done pulling the you know the the laughter I would hang up on him. So they don't have, that's not an accurate number. But when you look down at NSSF numbers and the sheer volume in record setting pace of Nick's background checks, Greg, that we've covered for the last three to four years, particularly mm-hmm. post COVID or pre COVID well, post COVID versus pre COVID. We started comparing it after COVID. Mm-hmm. And you have the largest, the demographics, we cover them all the time, minorities and particularly women and black women buying firearms at record pace. One in five women, according to the stats we covered yesterday, owns a firearm now. The numbers are off the chart. So I'm going to tell you, I think it's $150 million. And when the Democrats tell you that only one in 25 or one in 50 homes are bull. You can take it to the bank that you're being lied to. If Joy Reid tells you you're being lied to, if CNN is telling you something, and Stephen Gutowski's there. He was on CNN last night at 9.30. He's posted some great stuff, and I have one of the pieces up of some of his analysis on CNN yesterday. I won't have time to go into it today, I'm afraid. But nonetheless, if the media is telling you one thing, you're being lied to, you're being gaslighted. So you can trust that the number is far bigger than what they're telling you. That's why they're telling you it's not as big, because they don't want you to buy more guns, and they think you don't want to be left out if everybody else has guns. Also, it's not that many people have guns. It's criminals have guns. You know, I don't need one. That's why I'm being told that I'm more at risk because I have a gun in the house. That's what they're drilling into me constantly. That's because they don't want you buying guns. Because the more of you there are, the more of us there are, the tougher it is for them to complete their task. We'll continue the analysis of Kurt Schlichter's piece when we come back. It's utterly brilliant. You can find it at Town Hall if you want to read it for yourself. It is We Must Defend Self-Defense. It appeared yesterday by Kurt Schlichter, S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R. it's at townhall.com. Don't go away. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back inside the six-hour Studios. Mark Walters on the Fort Worth Army mic for you today, all brought, brought to you by X Insurance. You know what I think school cool about some of our partners, Greg? It's fun. You can, you can buy coffee and support the Second Amendment. Most people drink coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Not all, but a lot. A lot of people do. So you can drink coffee and support the Second Amendment. You can buy a pillow or slippers and support the Second Amendment. Nice. You know, it's not all gun stuff, right? That's correct. And these people support the right to keep and bear arms. And the gun companies that we work with. The article was out yesterday. I got the uh, NSSF report as a member, and several of my friends are on the board. And in fact I'm using an NSSF pen. Where is it? Here it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching, you see my NSSF pen, National Shooting Sports Foundation, right there. See, it's real. And it works. Uh, the NSSF just reminded us in a column where Tom Taylor, a friend of mine, who's their vice president and executive director of marketing over there, SIG has become the world's largest manufacturer of firearms. Which is huge. I mean, is imagine huge. how big imagine how big that is, right? It's not just U.S. It's global, military, law enforcement, civilian market, not just in the U.S. Other countries have guns, too, ladies and gentlemen. So, SIG, the real deal. So we've got some great partners here. Daniel Defense, North American Arms. We've got great stuff going on at Armed American Radio. But if you And the cooling pill, i got to tell you, because it's getting hot here now. It's in the mid-'80s. I love it. Finally, I can take the afternoon thunderstorms in the summertime. I'm good with that. And now that it's getting warm... Those pillows are incredible. Did you get any yet? The cooling ones, Greg. I've not gotten the cool ones yet. The cool. They do. They're they're actually cold to the touch. It is incredible. I, I don't know how they did it. I don't know what ingredients they put in. I don't even know if you do. You call it ingredients, materials. What's the technology? I don't know what the pillow ingredients are, but they work. And they're unbelievable. Pick them up. And whenever you see the deals over there, all you have to do to take advantage of those deals and support the right to bear arms in these conversations every day, which the left doesn't want us having. That's why we do these things. Literally, this is why we do this stuff, because we love it and they hate it. And we're right and they're wrong. All you got to do is buy a pillow. Use the promo code AAR and take advantage of it. My pillow has been with us for the better part of a decade. All right. We couldn't do this without our partners, So support them all. Please. ArmedAmericanradio.com. dot com. Let's go back to Schlichter's piece here. This is really cool stuff because sheep are easier to shear than sheepdogs. And he continues. If you look what happened in New York City, where some this is what I love about Kurt. If you look what happened in New York City, where some mutant bum decided to threaten a bunch of people on a subway car and then some heroes subdued him because it wasn't just Daniel Penny that subdued him. There were others that helped and then he vapor locked and then the usual cast of liars and race pimps screeched you can see what they're doing not merely trying to disarm us but trying to make us fear to defend ourselves at all they want you terrified Greg this goes to what you were saying about the government Mm -hmm. they want you terrified and impotent in the face of their unofficial militia the criminals Mm -hmm. the right to keep and bear arms means nothing if you are going to get jammed up whenever you have to use hot lead to stop the latest trans shooter or junkie with a knife or carjacker or hobo or whatever, which is the idea. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all intentional. Every single bit of what they're doing is by design. Every single Soros product. Look at the McCluskey's. In St. Louis. Did I get their name Right. It was McCluskey's, right? That's my husband and wife that walked out of their house when they were being attacked. Well, they weren't being attacked. They were being hassled in their neighborhood after the gates were broken down and had every right to fear for their lives because the mob that was hammering their neighborhood had just destroyed half of St. Louis. Now, let me ask you, would you fear if that were you? I can promise you I would have had my AR and it would have been a lot nicer one than he had. It would have been one of my few Daniel defenses. I don't even know what he had, but he needed a new one. Hopefully by now he's had one. He's got one. Well, what did they do? They prosecuted he and his wife for standing on their own property armed in St. Louis. This is all part of the playbook. And Schlichter nailed it. They want you have to be disarmed. They cannot continue to act if you have the means to do what these individuals did, what I did. This, is, this, is, this hits home with me, Greg. I used a firearm to defend myself. I never had to fire a shot, nor did the McCloskeys. The mere standing on their property with a firearm was enough to draw felony charges by a Soros-funded, leftist, communist, Marxist masquerading as a former Democrat. Now, when that happens, what kind of effect does that have on the law-abiding population as a whole? It's a very chilling effect, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely correct. Man, I don't even know if I want to carry my gun out there now. I don't want to go to jail. Because law-abiding people fear prison. Criminals don't. They certainly don't now because they're not facing prison anymore. And if they are, it's
2: a short stint. And you can bet if you, that you can bet if you have a clean criminal record, you will face the the utmost furthest extent of the law prosecuted against you. You won't get a slap on the wrist at all. And that is essentially what
0: Kurt goes into that. So let's cover a little bit more. of This is fascinating stuff. I like how so he labeled the, them as their militia, too. That that's a great comparison. Well, yeah, I mean, when you, you know, yeah, let's, let's go there since you brought it up. I wonder when, in 2024, they're the Democrats now, the Marxist, socialist, communists, masquerading mm-hmm. as former Democrats, mm-hmm. are going to call out their BLM militia and their Antifa militia. You know they're standing by. It's just a matter of time. This is going to be an ugly election cycle, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, U- yeah. ugliest you've ever seen. I fear that. I do. I've mentioned that publicly many times. Well, I've th- warned people, family and friends, that, that live in various areas, you had better be prepared to either leave— or defend yourself if you cannot. Go ahead, Greg.
2: They've with New York, and we haven't seen if Daniel Penny's going to re- receive any kind of charges or not. But they're making it to where even self-defense with your hands, because you may be trained, is going to be criminalized. And well,
0: they're they're going farther. Let me stop you. They're going farther. Here's why. Yes, that's true. And this is a case that they love for that very reason. He didn't have to use a gun. He didn't use even- his own strength. He used his own technique to defend himself and others. And, I, you know, as much as I hate to say this, but I'm going to expect charges.
2: They're going to say you know, he, I don't, di- he didn't even have to jump in. They're going to say he didn't have to do anything at all. He could have just been a bystander.
0: Well, the media playbook is now the same. The criminal felon threatening people on the subway is now the victim. And we've seen this before, where people who were shot in self-defense scenarios have been referred to by leftist media as the shooting victim and not the criminal. Yep. Okay? We've seen that. It now, I, I must say that we've made some changes there. I don't see that as often as I used to. The Nashville shooter. Well, Nashville's one of them. Their wicked plan is perfectly obvious to criminalize normal people and normalize criminals. Mm-hmm. Thieves. Now, this is what I love about Kurt. Thieves, bums, losers, junkies, whores, and other trash. They are the heroes in this morally bankrupt morality play, and we normals are the villains. And we're watching that play out with the media coverage of the New York of the New York uh, scenario, mm-hmm. where the media is doing exactly what I just said, demonizing the guy who stopped the felon, the convicted felon from hassling people on a subway and threatening. And remember, if you attempt, and this is this will never change, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how hard the media tries, this will never change. If you attempt to deprive another human being of the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, you lose your right to the above all three of the above instantly. And if you die as a result, that's your problem. You shoot at me and I put you down, you shouldn't have shot at me. And I had every right to do what I did. Unless I live. In a blue Democrat, Socialist, Marxist, Communist city or state where the Democrats are in control. Why are they doing this? Why are all of those states coming after our gun rights? This is all part of the plan. It's the same ones that are coming after the individuals for self-defense. More to come. One more segment.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back
0: to the show. Back to the show indeed. Final segment of Armed American Radio's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday edition here in the Six Hour Studios. I am filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. I am Mark Walters. Of course, this is the Fort Worth Armory microphone in the second hour. x Insurance presents everything make sure to visit all of our partners please at armedamericanradio.com 15 years on the nation's airwaves couldn't do it without them back to kurt schlechter greg fascinating column and a a really fascinating conversation i I, right now i wish we had another hour i really do Mm. because all of this ties together when you look at what's going on from well, let's just go back in the first hour we talked about Schumer convening another anti-gun caucus Democrat caucus right mm-hmm. to do what continue to solidify the bullet points and talking points and get it out to their friends in the media mm-hmm. going after in the same states in the same blue cities even in cities in red states now it would be a lot tougher in the city of Atlanta for them to come after someone unless it's at a oh maybe a BLM riot right or an Antifa riot because Schleichter talks about this too and it's it's quite fascinating so if the, it's the guys defending the citizens on the train who are being treated as criminals and the terminal and the terminated criminal who is being treated as a hero the message is clear they accept that you must accept abuse He goes on to talk about the moral inversion is all a lie. And again, this is what I love about about Kurt. The stiff was a scumbag who was a fugitive for attacking a 67 year old woman. And what do they want to do, according to Kurt and to me and to you and to armed American radio listeners with a clear conscience in mind? Honest people. They're just doing what exploiting his death, Mm -hmm. just like they do at every school, just like they do. They'll take whatever victim they can. There's the federal blood dancing team, the FBDT, the new government alphabet agency, right, that we joke about. Yep. This is happening all over the country. In the blue cities, thanks to the Soros prosecutor conspiracy. And, you know, if you don't like me criticizing Soros, shove it. Time to stop this madness at least where we can at the moment time to clearly side with the normals over the criminals who are ruling and and using it as, as as, as a form of tyranny, essentially. Criminalizing normal people. They want you quiet. They want you complacent. Why? It goes right back to what you said at the outset. So that you live in fear and they can what you control you. They want a society, Kurt says, where we live in fear. Not them, though. The subway vermin did not invade the Met Gala last week. He would have never gotten anywhere near the princes and princesses over there strutting around in their zillion dollar gowns. No, but he gets on the subways where you get on. And get this, he goes as far, Greg, is talking about. We mentioned briefly the other day, the 15-minute city, remember that, where everything you need is within 15 minutes walking distance? That's correct. Just wait until we ban your cars and trucks and you have no escape. That's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. They want you to be vulnerable. And Kurt reminds you: buy guns and ammunition right now. It is open season for normal people. I say we make it open season on criminals. And, and one of the one of the problems we ask all the time on the show: what can we do? I ask this a lot of my guests, particularly on the Monster Cast: what can we do? I asked everybody on the on the uh, roundtable: is, is is it, it savable? Can we fix it? Is it fixable? Kurt says we can't do much about this right now in the big blue cities and the big blue states. In the future, when we have more federal power, we can retake them and cleanse them of the filth the Democrats have perpetuated. But until then, and how many times have you heard this on the show from me, the Democrat voters in the Democrat cities can suffer the consequences that the policies the Democrats voted for inflict upon them. You choose to swim in the cesspool when you elected the Dems, so don't cry that you're dripping with Schiff. I don't. You know. Do you feel sorry for people in San Francisco that complain, moan, and gripe about what's going on outside their shops when they voted for these people? Do you feel sorry for the people who voted for Pelosi? Do you feel sorry for the people who voted for Feinstein? Do you feel sorry for the people who voted for Newsom that are perpetuating this nonsense? And putting you in a position where if you use lawful self-defense and trust me, it's lawful self-defense. Not just man-made law, natural law. That's why, when people saw the video of what happened in New York in the Bodega situation, everybody said, no, 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 this man was defending himself. That's why the Democrats, with their friends in the media, create the huge lie of omission to keep you from seeing it. The worst thing that can happen to them is they get exposed. And when it's exposed, they lose inevitably. But I, I go back to Chicago. I've I've had people, you know, friends in Chicago that I've asked over the years, what the hell are you thinking when you vote for these people? You say, Well the city just works, you know. It ain't working anymore. So is it fixable? Yeah, it is fixable. I, I agree it's fixable, but we have to fix it because they're not ever. They're going to continue, Hell, Senate convening a grab your gun caucus, Democrat, socialist, Marxist, communist meeting this week. They're not going to fix it. We have to fix it. But it's a generational deal, Greg. I think you agree with me. California is not fixable in my lifetime. I hate to say that. I don't know that it's fixable in my kid's lifetime. Republicans or conservatives or whoever, could win the next three elections, four elections, six elections in California, and it's going to take two lifetimes to undo the damage that they have done to that state.
2: I hope I'm wrong. I don't uh, I don't disagree with you, but I also don't think there's a peaceful way to fix that state or other blue states. I think that their uh, voting machines are corrupted. That's how everybody is staying in office in these positions. Uh, the citizens' vote no longer matters, and especially in these states— and there will have to be some very drastic action taken by the people that are fed up. I hope you are wrong. I don't believe I hope you it. are wrong. But you
0: are not alone in that sentiment. And I'm going to agree. I'll close out this, this Schlichter piece here with, uh, with another quote. And he's spot on here. And we'll use the city of Atlanta as an example. He says, instead, we need to purge this evil within the blue city sitting in the middle of red states that we own. It's there that we can and must act. The blue inhabitants elect Soros prosecutors and tolerate this degeneracy, but it infects us in the red. It's unacceptable. We We must ruthlessly use our power to break them and force them to suppress crime and other social pathologies. That means firing these people, and we've seen DeSantis do it. Does Kemp have the stones to do it? Does your governor have the stones to do it in the blue cities in the states you live in? We're going to have to be the ones to put pressure on him. But the very least, we can start within our free states and go after them and rid America of this communist Marxist socialist masquerading as Democrat cancer. That is causing the problems that we're talking about today. Great show today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. We're going to get up and do this again tomorrow precisely because they don't want me to. That's why we do it. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio.